Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Hey guys, welcome to Sunday Strohs. My guest today from Apollo Media is Apollo Dez. Dez, what's going on, buddy? What's up, brother man? Thank you for having me on this Sunday morning and uh, talk a little Strohs. Hey, so tell us a little bit about Apollo Media. I'll tell you this, the guy, the beer vendor in our section in the game yesterday was wearing one of your masks, the H-Town versus everybody. Wow, that's a... A special. You guys are everywhere. You got, mer- you guys do a lot of merchandise. You got merchandise. Now you're doing podcasts. You make a lot of videos. You guys are all over the place. Yeah, it, it originally started last year with Apollo Media. Um, the for everyone that hasn't heard the story, the short and long of it is, uh, we started a sports media company in February. The world shut down in March, and we're sitting there saying, "What the heck do we do?" Um, we grinded, we created different things. Our uh, simulated season on Twitch really took off. And then we went in our merchandise and uh, we created that H-Town versus everyone uh, mantra and put it on a shirt. And the next thing you know, we saw Carlos Correa and Lance McCullers rocking it. And then the Astros rocking it during you know last year's sprint. It was really cool. Um, it was an opportunity to, to create something and, and do something out of thin air, which always excites me. Um, I never was one for just sit at a desk and uh, be in a cube. So um, it's been really cool to, to see this grow and mature as a as a young company and, and the team around us. Uh, like you said, we're getting the podcast game, the blog game, kind of doing it all right now. So um a lot of learning a lot of growing but at the end of the day it's about our people and community and that's how we linked up you know that's how we came across each other and, and started supporting each other and, and stuff like that so um at the end of the day you know if this ends tomorrow that's fine uh it's a uh, the people i got to meet and and network with uh is you know will always be there yeah i mean i do my podcast for fun and i mean i mean dude i've got to talk to jeff glum and morales and bob ford I mean, just so many people that I would have never got to speak with if it wasn't for me doing things like this. So like like you just said, if it ended today, I'll be like, man, that, that was a lot of fun. And I got to do a lot of cool things. So let's talk about the week in review. We'll start with the tail end of the Oakland series. The Astros totally demolished the A's in Oakland uh, they won Sunday's game nine to two. Urquidy, uh, four and two, uh, four and a third inning. He gave up two runs, and then an amazing outing, in my opinion, by uh, Belak. He went four and two thirds. He didn't give up any runs. And Yuli Gurriel, a lot of a lot of guys, including myself, I wasn't really worried about him, you know. But they re-signed him, and he was slumping. But he's turned things around. He went three for four with two RBIs in that game. And Bregman, another two-for-four game. What do you think about that total dominance in Oakland? 
I mean, it, it was it was great to see a sweep, right? It was great to see us go out and jump on Oakland that quickly when I don't think anyone in the Bay Area expected that. And uh, fueled by the booze, fueled by the hatred of the crowd, the boys just put up put up numbers. And so uh, nine runs on 11 hits is you'll take that any day of the week. Uh, Yuli, you know, zoning in and just kind of putting the sprint behind him because we know how bad he was. And so to see him bounce back, I mean, I, I, I've always said it. If Yuli came over when he was 20 years old, he'd be a perennial all-star, maybe a fringe Hall of Famer because that guy just could flat out hit. And he, he's an old guy now, but, I mean, he's still doing it. And um, it's great to see that excellence. And then, um, you know, Bregs, Bregs doing what Bregs does. Uh, Tucker got himself one. And, and Jason Castro, right, his first start was last Sunday. Uh, and hits a bomb in his first at bat. Uh, really cool to see that. So, uh, all in all, nine nine runs on eleven hits. Belak looked great in relief. Uh, you take those wins. And then they move on to L.A., which is our other competition in the A.O. West. I know the other guys are kind of hanging around, mm-hmm. you know, but I would say L.A. and Oakland is our. Best competition. And just real quick, how awesome was it that Joe Musgrove no-hit the Rangers the other day? It, it was special, right? I mean, anytime you have a no-hitter in baseball, it, it's special to watch. But to see young Joe do it um, with the Padres, you know, he was a, he's a San Diego kid. Uh, and then to do it against the Rangers in Arlington is uh, just a little, a little laugh-out-loud funny moment. But um, my buddy's the catcher over there for, for the Rangers, and I, I was texting with him, and he was just like, Man, we just couldn't we couldn't see him like, it, and he tipped his cap, but he was just like, I mean, Joe just filled up the strike zone, and, and then just balls were finding gloves, and and he just did his thing, and I, I think Jose was telling me, and he was like, around the sixth inning, they're like, yeah, this guy's maybe unhittable tonight, and so it was really cool to see the other side of it um, from the batter's perspective, and then um, obviously we know Joe quite well on the Astro side, fan favorite really. Uh, did great stuff for the community. So uh, happy for Joe uh, and getting that no-no. So Monday's game with the Angels, we were up 5-3. to three. Looked like we we're going to continue our dominance. And then Joe Smith, who didn't even play last year, he sat out. And we all respect his decision. He gave up three runs. Taylor, who doesn't seem like he's the player he was last year, gave up a run. So we were winning, but the Angels stormed back with a four-run eighth inning. Uh, we dropped that one, but luckily we came back uh, with Grinky on Tuesday. And we won that game four to two. Grinky gave us seven strong innings. He only allowed two runs on five hits. Uh, the Astros scored two runs in the ninth with the Carlos Correa two-run homer, I believe. And so it was it was a good comeback win, you know, to not get swept. You don't want to get swept when you're trying to, you know, make a statement against a divisional foe. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, Monday we we can, I think we can both say we totally let that game get away. The guys kind of went on cruise control early. Props to the Angels for fighting back and scrapping some runs. Um, like you said, Joe Smith and Blake Taylor um, not looking good early on, but hopefully we can round them into form because we need them to anchor that that back end. And then um, uh, winning that game on Tuesday was almost kind of like finding money in your pocket, finding a twenty dollar bill. Uh, you know, that was washed in your jeans, you know, five months ago. 
And so with Correa's blast in the ninth to put us up, it, it kind of sent a statement before that two-game series ended, like, hey, you know, the AL still runs through Houston. I know every Major League Baseball writers touted the Angels this year and uh, just sent a little message that in this two-game series, a split uh, was inevitable. But, you know, Correa sent a, uh, a, little, a little message across the bow with that two-run blast in the ninth. Yeah, Carlos Correa kind of had a slow start, you know, and people were, you know, he, he had the contract talks, and we, I was thinking maybe that would bother him, but he's, he's really turned it around. Uh, but now we go to the first homestand. You know, they had their, uh, you know, the Astros, I didn't even know this, but since 2013, they haven't lost a, a opening day game, and they haven't lost a home opener. And then they just kept doing it. They won 6-2. to two. A great outing by Christian Javier, who actually got sent back to the alternate site so they could bring up Jake Odorizzi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Five innings, no runs, seven strikeouts. Correa, two for three with another two. He had a home run and two RBIs. And you talk about the bullpen. This guy's a little shaky this year as well. He came out of nowhere last year. You know, we weren't really expecting this, but Brooks Raley, uh, he gave up two runs in the ninth, which were garbage runs, but but still, great outing by Javier and a great win to start the series. Yeah, he looked dominant. I mean, the I'm in the camp of it's a questionable decision sending down Javier, and we could discuss that later on. But uh, he looked good. I I think the offense, um, like you said, something about that home opener. It was just I was there. It was electric. It felt like a playoff game. Uh, even with a you know limited capacity crowd, the fans that were there made themselves um, heard. And then uh, to see the offense do it, what they've been doing the last you know two weeks was just really really cool to see. And uh, Javier dominating the game. So Friday's game, the Astros lose two to six. Lance McCullers only gave up one run in five inning. He had a I know he, it was a story about it afterwards that he had thrown a lot, like 32 pitches in one inning. So he, he wanted to go six, but he, you know, with that high pitch count, couldn't make it. And he, here's something I spoke about the other day that really, really annoys me. Brian Abreu threw two innings of shutout ball in relief. He goes in his, you know, to pitch his third inning. He gives up a single and a strikeout. And then Blake Taylor comes in right after him, gives up a single and a three-run homer, and Abreu's tagged for the loss. I mean, this yeah. guy, you know, like Taylor threw to two guys and gave up two hits right away. I, I know it's the rules, but that's something I didn't like. And then Joe Smith came in and gave up two more runs, and we wasted a great outing by Lance McCullers. You know, some, you know if, if you say anything to people, about man our bullpen's shaky they just jump all over you be patient you know it's like okay but they're shaky now yeah. allow me to have an opinion you know what i'm saying exactly i i mean it's it's very clear to say that the astros bullpen right now is not in form and it is a small issue uh, obviously it's two weeks in you people will be like hey, you're overreacting you're overreacting but you know men lie women lie numbers don't and so I think the that's something we have to monitor because, like you said, Brian Abreu came in relief and looked phenomenal. Lance McCullers grinded five innings out and looked phenomenal. And the biggest question for me, and I think for a lot of fans, um, was 
the growth of Lance McCullers Jr. as a front-end starter. Look, he got the money. We know the extension. He's here now. We want to see him make that jump. And uh, whether that's getting into the sixth or seventh inning or pitching out of jams, because we've seen in the past when it got it gets a little dirty and hairy for Lance, it, it, it continues that way. And I think Friday night we saw that first step for him because – uh, he got a ground ball that Carlos Correa threw away and um, a rare error on Carlos's part, but bases loaded, I believe, one out, and Lance got out of the jam. And that's what, you know, top-end, front-end guys do. And so they limit the damage. They they take their medicine when they have to. But um, what Lance did Friday night after getting out of that inning, uh, I, it felt like a playoff game. And I'll say it again because the crowd was electric. Lance was pumped up on the mound. You saw it on the TV broadcast, but – in the stadium itself, uh, was, it was really, really, uh, as a fan, great to see and hear because uh, it felt like life was normal just for a moment. So I was at yesterday's game, and I have to say you are correct. Um, we, we were getting dominated. Her, Jose Arquiti was – I even tweeted that he was dealing, and maybe I jinxed it, you know, but they started getting a hold of him. We were losing 6-0. to zero. I had a girl behind me that wouldn't be quiet. And then this little hands guy, the, the guy behind me with the Oakland A's uniform, he was standing up in the, uh, I was in row 37, like three rows from the top. And he was standing up there in the wheelchair accessible. And that dude was, I mean, somebody was up there yelling and clapping super loud. And when I went to get a beer, I came down and saw him and the dude had the smallest hands in the world. And I couldn't believe he was making that much noise. But anyway, like I was saying, the uh, you know when when uh, Kyle Tucker hit that home run, it got loud. It was so loud, and it finally drowned out that guy's ridiculous. Uh, I was gonna say slapping. What is it called? Clapping. That's clapping. what it's called. But Urquidy, four runs. I mean, they kept him out there. He battled. You know, it's you know it's, it's what you do. He went six innings, and if you look. At the pitchers for the week, I mean, that's the second longest outing by a starter. He was, I mean, Grinky went seven. Uh, Belak came in. He gave up two runs. That I think that made it six to nothing at the time. But Tucker had a home run. Altuve went two for four. You know, we finally made it six to three somewhere about the seventh inning, with my, if my memory serves me correct. I think Oakland uh, got another one on the board. I know Laureano hammered that home run. Oh uh, yeah, but but yeah. Overall, the game really sucked, but it was fun. I enjoyed getting back at it. That was my first game of the year. Um, I I wouldn't say we got dominated by Oakland. I would say some games got away from us uh, with the bullpen, but we we got dominated Saturday. I'll admit it. Maybe not dominated, but we got beat. We got beat. Yeah. So three for three on the week. It seems like we did better than that, but I mean, you lose the last two games. That's what happens. What's your take on the uh, homestand against Oakland? Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose a series uh, to a division rival and someone that's going to be competing for the AL West throughout the year, it hurts. Um, obviously, we had a little buffer built in with that first four-game sweep. Um, it, it, it just like it seemed, and I think you nailed it, like the, the game just kind of got away. Like, Yucriti didn't, his stat line doesn't look good, but... Like you said, he was he was dominant. Yeah, he gave up four runs. I think he really only made one bad pitch all all game, and that was that Loriano bomb. But you know, he had seven strikeouts. He went that six innings. Um, 
with this offense, you know, four runs is um, doable to stay in the ball game from your starter. Just you, your bullpen guys have to be more uh, locked in to not give up runs like that. But um, I, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I think this week going 500, um, especially with the last two dropping to Oakland the way they did, uh, with Lance and Abreu's kind of appearances being wasted, and then Euclides as well. Uh, I, I guess we throw in that category. So I, it just leaves a, a, a bad taste in my mouth with the uh, the way how the way it ended. All right, let's move on to the Sunday Stroh's poll. The question, you know, I mentioned to you, I'm gonna have to use it next week, but um, we're going with B plan on the Sunday Stroh's poll this week because I forgot my awesome one. Uh, I posted this on Twitter. How many All Stars will the Astros get? in 2021 and if i if i'm correct don't the coaches pitch the i mean they they select the pitchers uh i don't know i think so i do I too because i think I, I, so, so it's kind of like this it's not i'm not asking how many people you think deserve to be because we are the bad guys and it's going to be hard to get votes. Yeah. but looking at it so far i mean you got altuve correa bregman yuli brantley they're all playing like all-stars right now, but they're not all going to get voted in. And pitching-wise, you got Grinky, Stanek, Lance McCullers. I don't know if I'm leaving anybody out, but you got at least eight viable all-star candidates. But how many do you think is going to get in? Here's the poll. Two or more. I mean, not two or more, but I, I, I didn't put one because we automatically get one. Uh, two, three, four, or five or more. How many all-stars do you think the Astros are going to get? Yeah, I, I voted yesterday on the poll. Um, I, I said four. I got Presley. I think he'll just have this the volume uh, by all-star, by the all-star break of, you know, we know we're going to get with him and, and the saves. I think he'll be a all-star this year. Uh, Brantley is going to be an all-star this year. And then the two that are in question is, is Alex Bregman and, um, excuse me, Jose Altuve. I, I, I just think they're going to put the numbers where they're going to force themselves there. I mean, I know it's going to be tough with the bad boys and, and the scandal and all that still over their heads, but I mean, they're slashing 351 and 310 respectfully and, and squaring balls up. And if they keep doing that, it's going to, it's going to force their hand to be the, be in the all-star game. So um, I got four Astros going to be at the, uh, at the all-star game in Colorado this year. So what I did, I was actually going to bring that up, but I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to get, I don't want to get political here. You don't have to. Um, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I picked three, and okay. and I the reason is because it's a vote, you know. And, but I think I don't think Brantley is a villain. So I I think Brantley, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to make it. Although, like I said, all of these position players, they're all having all star seasons. But if it's true, and I should know this, right? But if the, I think the coach, I don't think we vote for pitchers. I think, you know, at right now, Grinky, Stanek, Lance McCullers Jr., I think they all have a chance to be picked. And, but I'm going to go with Grinky and Stanek. That's my three Grinky, Stanek, and Brantley. Okay. I think, I mean, I, I think, that. yeah. So, at, so we go to the poll 11% pick two, 45% agreed with me with three. 32 said four and 12% said five plus. If we weren't the Houston Astros, 
five five plus maybe my vote. That's how good they are. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I think they could force a hand if if we've won, you know, seventy percent of our games at All Star break. Then I think everyone in the league's going to be like, okay, this these these guys aren't going away. One, but two, it'll force the hand of just the baseball fans um, to to put these guys in. I mean. There's no way if, if we lead the league or in the top three teams in the most wins and we only have two or three people and the other teams have seven or eight, that's it's pretty blatant at that point, you know, about the uh, the hate for the Houston Astros. So I think the I think it will rise, the cream will rise to the top and, and we'll get some get some more guys in there. I do think Jordan will make the home run derby though. I'm ex- I I would be ecstatic to see him hit some tanks and in Colorado because uh, that elevation and him just flicking his wrist, that ball could go like 650 feet. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Let's go to the players of the week. You get a pitcher and a position player. Uh, Before I came online today, I was on Facebook, and my memory was this. Let's see if you can get this. I I had shared a tweet, or I'm not a tweet, but I shared a post from the Astros in 2016, because one of our players were players of the week. He had a 556 average with three home runs and nine RBIs and a 591 on base percentage. 2016. Do you remember who that was? I don't, but I'm just going to default to Jose Altuve. Tyler White. Tyler White. Wow. <laughs> Tyler White. He had that awesome first week of the year. He was he was the player of the uh, player of the week in Major League Baseball. Not just wow. lowly Sunday Strohs. He was the player yeah. of the week in Major League Baseball. And That's then, wrong. of course, we know what happened to him after that. Exactly. All right, so players of the week. We got one pitcher. My nominees that, I'm, that I've am that i chosen to pick from would either be Christian Javier or Stanek. I know he gave yeah. up a home run yesterday. That was his first hit. First hit yeah. given up was that home run. But I went with... Christian Javier, just because he threw five shutout innings with with uh, seven strikeouts. That's strong. That's I mean, you can't argue against that. Um, I'm is it? I, I I go with my pitcher right now. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Mr. Grinky. Um, he got the win on Tuesday. Or excuse me, Pressy got the win. But the biggest W, honestly, for us was him going seven innings because at that point our bullpen was kind of taxed coming out of the Oakland series and that first night in LA. And so to see Grinky go seven and I, I tweeted, I was like, Hey, if, if you're an ace an ace needs to go seven innings tomorrow to, to help the bullpen out. And that's what he did. Uh, he didn't get the win, uh, but two earned four strikeouts, one walk. I think he gave up that one tank to trout in the first, but settled down after that and went seven strong um, you take that every single week. So uh, not a not a W. The Astros did win that game, but seven innings for Grinky really was big in my book. That is a good pick. Also, I just mentioned before this that he, he was the only guy to throw seven innings, so very respectable pick there. Uh, offensive player, um, you can tell me who you pick first, but my the two guys that made the cut for me were Carlos Correa and Kyle Tucker. Yeah, I mean, I got I got Jose Altuve, and then I was an honorable mention Kyle Tucker. Um, I'll start with Kyle. This is my honorable mention. Yeah, he's not he's hitting 189, uh, slugging 541 with OPS of 760. 
but the dude's got 11 RBIs. That's pretty freaking strong. And I we I think the average and everything's going to level out and he'll get hot and that that'll, you know, rise with everyone, where everyone else is, but uh 11 RBIs and four tanks on the early part of the season's strong for Mr. Kyle Tucker, but I mean, I'm going to go with Jose Altuve. It, he's batting 351 with the 405 OBP, 514 slugging with a .918 OPS. The dude right now is just locked in. And we saw it on the road with all the boos and all the hatred toward him. He was just hitting the ball. Um, he, he only has one tank uh, that we saw on opening the home opener. But he's just hitting the ball over the place. He's doing Ho- Jose Altuve things. He got a swinging, a swinging bunt hit, uh, the classic Jose Altuve, you know, infield single. So um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Jose right now. So I went. And I, I really haven't even picked any, but you got Correa had nine hits this week. And, and you got to know you're going from last Sunday to yesterday. He had nine hits with two, two homers and five RBIs. And then Tucker in this six game period, he had four home runs. If, if I'm looking at the stats correctly, I mean, they both had five RBIs. Correa had three more hits than him. But, I mean, Tucker had four home runs. Do, do you give it to him with that 182 average? I really don't even know. I don't even know who I'm going to pick yet. But, but I'm, I'm just going to give it to Tucker, guy. With four home runs in, a six, in six games, I'm going to give it to my boy, King Tuck. Even though I think Correa may deserve it more. Hey, I mean, anytime you have four tanks and that many RBIs, I, and don't get me wrong, Carlos, Carlos has – Turn it around and nine hits in a week's huge. Um, I just, you know, I love the long ball. I like the RBIs. I, I agree with that. If you look at his stats, you know, five RBIs and four home runs, if people would have been on base for him, I mean, yeah. he'd, have, he'd have a ton of RBIs. Exactly. All right, guys, it's time to go to Fair or Foul. Get ready. It's time for Fair or Foul. All right, Diz, each week here on Sunday Strohs, we do uh, our listeners' favorite segment, Fair or Foul. I'm going to ask you some questions. If you agree, you say fair. If you don't agree, you say foul. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right, number one, the Astros will seek bullpen help at the trade deadline. Fair or foul? Fair. I say fair, too, the way it's going. I know people might criticize us for that, but I say fair. Yeah, I think there's going to be a uh, opportunity for for Mr. Click to uh, do some things and go get go get some arms and uh, bolster the pin a bit. All right, number two, fair or foul? Three o'clock Saturday games. Ooh, fair. I like it. I like it. I like the three o'clock games. Um, it's a it's a weird time, middle of the afternoon, and then you get out and you're just like, all right, well, what do we do now? But I enjoy it because you get the golden hour, late inning games, you know, the sun setting. Right now, the roof is should be open uh, most of the time in Midway Park, so uh, the backdrop with the roof open is one of the best in, in all of baseball, so I'm going to go fair. I'm going fair as well, but it can go either way for me. Usually when we, because I live in San Antonio, and mm-hmm. when we would go to the games, we actually 
you know, we'd go have lunch and then we check into the hotel because you can't check into the hotel at three, right. you know? So if you're making a weekend out of it and the game starts at three, that makes things a little more difficult to have your plans in order. But yesterday, you know, we just drove down there, watched the game and came back. So as far as a day trip, I would go with fair. So it's nice to have those mixed in, and, and usually I only go on Sundays. I either go for the whole weekend or I go for Sundays. So I, I used to not like 3 o'clock games, but I'm going to say fair as well because that was, that was pretty good for a day trip. And, I mean, we were home at a decent hour. I mean, we were home at like 9.30, so pretty good day. Nice. All right, here's one I saw people debating uh, somewhere on social media yesterday. Putting beans in your chili, fair or foul? This is a real burning question. Um, I'm going to go foul. No beans. No beans in my chili. I am going to say fair because I put beans in my chili every time. And if anybody thinks it's not the way to go, I invite you to come eat some of it. It's awesome. All right. Here we go. This one's a pretty good one. I thought of this. I didn't have any of these. I came home from the game, I sat here at the table, and I had to think of five of them. I had zero ready to go. And I think I, I, think I did okay. Yeah, All right. it'd been great. <laughs> All right, number four. Dating or marrying a non-Astros fan? Fair or foul? Fair. Uh, it's, it's a tough question because I, I believe we're both fall in the category of passionate Astro fans, so you would like that uh energy reciprocated but um sometimes it's sometimes it's good that you know you don't have someone that's just as crazy about the astros like you are because like after a losing series like this the rest of the weekend could be um very very contentious so uh i would say fair on that question let me tell you this. I didn't think about this till now listening to you, but if there was a clause in this that they couldn't be a Yankees fan or a Dodgers fan, then that, I mean, that would make a decision. If, right. if I had, if I had a girlfriend or a wife that was a diehard Yankee fan, I couldn't do it. There's yeah, no way. Absolutely not. I mean, I didn't really have any Dodger hate until, until the end of 2019, but I'll tell you this. I, I met my wife in 2011. We started going to games in 2013. And the first game we went to was the Astros and the Rangers. And she actually had Rangers stuff on because her family all likes the Rangers. But once she started going to games with me, she hates the Rangers. She's very passionate about the Astros. But I say fair with, the, with an asterisk. <laughs> and with it, it, they can't be a Yankee. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I couldn't yeah, take it at all. I, I, I hard agree on that. All right, so number five, blue cheese is better with wings than ranch. Fair foul. Ooh, foul. Big, big ranch guy, not a big blue cheese fan. Um, the name itself makes my skin crawl, so I don't even attempt to eat it, and it could be really good. Uh, I'm just a very, when it comes to certain names, like blue cheese just kind of makes my skin crawl, so uh, foul. And uh, I'm on Team Ranch. I'm on Team Blue Cheese, buddy. I say fair. Blue Cheese is awesome. It's got the cooling little cubes of cheese in there. You have to at least take a bite of it, dude. It's so good. 
uh, you just gotta, you just gotta take it, you know, take the plunge and try it one time. And you know. honestly, you could not tell me what it is and I'll try it and I'll eat it and I'd probably like it. But once you tell me the name, I, I just shut down. I'm like a child when it comes to that. Um, uh, but if you trick me, uh, then I will definitely try it and I'd probably enjoy it. That's what I was going to say. Maybe the waitress brings you the wrong little cup. Yeah, you know, of sauce, and you're exactly, like, and you don't even you won't even notice. I mean, exactly. I don't know, I don't know how I started being a blue cheese guy, but it's just awesome. It's really, really good to me. Uh, but that's it, buddy. That's fair or foul, and that is the show. I appreciate you coming on. It was a lot of fun, man. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime, anytime you want to do this again, I'm I'm always open for it. Uh, I love what you do. Love what what you've been doing, and um, just once again, thank you so much. Well, I'll definitely bring you on because I have like 27, 28 weeks of trying to find guests. You know, I talked to I talked to you about it before we came on. Uh, so we'll definitely have you back, dude. You're really good at what you do. Apollo Media is kicking butt in the community. And uh, next week, guys, Robert Land from Houston Sports Talk will be joining us. So tune into that. And remember, if it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Hola, ¿qué tal? Recuerde que hoy es domingo y es tiempo de Sunday Strolls.